I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hey guys, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. This is episode 70. Here we go. So that's right. If you heard it here first, kids, we're doing another Gaga episode. Um, in honor of Dan and I attending the Joanne World Tour, we are going to be taking a look at Bravo shows through the eyes of Mother Monster. Yeah, so that's exciting. And I don't even, like, Brendan did all this hard work connecting Gaga to Bravo on his own, so I can't wait to see what he came up with. Yeah, and then obviously we're still going to do recaps of our fave shows and our least fave shows, because OC's still rough. But Dan, how was Gaga? It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we went Monday night, the first night at City Field. We've been going to a lot of concerts together recently. I know. Sean was just a few weeks ago, then we had this. Uh, Obviously, this was... A much more fun experience for us because right. we're super fans. Yeah, and we tailgated with your friends. That mm-hmm. was nice. There was a crazy lady in the. Um, I almost called it an airport. I meant parking lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was trying to get Alex to do the bad romance dance. Yeah, she was turned up to the moon. Like one of those women who rarely has interactions with gay people. So, you know what I mean? So, like, when so she they, had to take advantage of when it. When they do, like, they make you, like, do tricks. Mm-hmm. And, like, Alex, I guess, knows from the Bad Romance dance from yeah. back in the day. I mean, I used to know it, but, like, it's been so long, you know? Yeah. This was my first non-jazz Gaga concert. <laughs> it was my first Gaga concert. Altogether, wow. But Tony was in the house, speaking of jazz. I know, Tony was there, and I, like... She called him out, and I thought, like, something was going to happen. 
But I think he was just there enjoying the show. Yeah, and Dorinda was there. Dorinda was there. Michelle Collins was there. From formerly of The View. All the all the stars. Yeah, we were up in the clouds, <laughs> so we were nowhere near any of them. Yeah, but actually, you know, it felt fine. Because yeah. the vocals were there. They had the big screen so you could see Gaga. And, like, the entire stadium was filled to the brim. Which, like, I was very surprised by. Yeah. But I feel like, to counter that a little bit, like, people were leaving halfway through. Well, she started late. She started at 10 p.m., which was a drag. Yeah. And didn't end till midnight. Well, it's sort of difficult for us to, like, for everyone to get in. There were long lines for some reason. Ooh, never have I ever. Never have I ever waited, like, that long just to get into the stadium. Yeah. Um, but... I will say I was happy to see the large crowds, and I think it's because of the Super Bowl. Not Tony. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you die. Uh, Um, No, but I think, like, her Super Bowl performance was, like, widely praised, and a lot of people woke back up after sleeping on her for several years. Yeah, and and, like, the concert itself was a good mix of Joanne and, like, the hits. Right. I personally love The Cure the most. Yeah, you gotta do the hits. Yeah. Where's the Cure video, though, Gaga? We're not getting one. She's on tour now. Cast. Some housewives in it, again. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're sold. I'm sold either way. (laughs) Her last video was really good. John Wayne was a really good video. Nobody talks about how good it was. Oh, yeah. I, like, feel like I watched it once and never again. Because you're not a true fan. I wasn't a John Wayne super fan. Um, But we also have all the madness going down in Texas, which is very sad this Mm -hmm. past weekend. And we have some, we have a friend who has like a bunch of family down there, um, but luckily they're all okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually like Bethany's doing this big drive to fundraise for yeah. Texas. I think she seems to be like incur- trying to get all the housewives to donate. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that the heart of it? I think so. Yeah. So there's a bunch of options out there. Obviously like they're going to need like donations long after. Right. Th- like this all passes and everything, so exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, to change the subject drastically, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a few things in the news today, but yeah. let's start with a t- Lou and Tom update. Yeah, this is a shout out to their ex. <laughs> <laughs> Not their ex; they didn't have an ex, the same ex. Their, their exes. exes, yes. Um, so Luann Delceps and her estranged husband, Tom D'Agostino, were out and about in the Hamptons this weekend, just not with each other. This is page <laughs> six, so it's legit. Yeah, obviously. Um, so the Countess was spotted with a noted uh, Ross Geller impersonator, um, Jacques Azoulay. Yes. Um, they seemed very cozy. It was, it does look like Luann and Jock are back together, but a Luann source says she was there with girlfriends and Jock just stopped by their friends. He came to her wedding. Yeah. Isn't Jacques shopping some reality show with his girlfriend that we talked about? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> and I kept on calling him Jock. <laughs> that would have been a good like Photoshop mashup when Bethany was saying all the get off my jock thing. And, like, if, oh my god, yeah. God, two years too late. Two years too late. Um, and then Tom was spotted with. Uh, well, he was at a party thrown by Harry Dubin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was he spotted with Missy? 
Missy was there, yeah. But they didn't come together. They aren't dating, and they didn't Set leave a together. Source. This is my favorite part of the page six article. Okay, though. read it. D'Agostino wouldn't tell me if it was true that when he learned that Luann had thrilled a party crowd by belting out "Hit the Road, Jack," his response was the title of one of Luann's songs. Money can't buy you class. He just smiled. Oh my god. <laughs> I just love the image of Lou like performing for the crowds. She loves to perform, <laughs> as we've seen throughout the years. <laughs> and she's a fantastic performer, so. <laughs> I wouldn't go that I, far. I, it's the Luana Reinvention Tour. I love it. Um, yeah, this is her. What's a good. I don't know the example. Never mind. I was going to try to, like, get it back to, like, Gaga somehow, but mm-hmm. it didn't work. So let's... We're going to talk about the VMAs. Yeah. And they were a slog. And yeah. And we're going to do a quick game of Care or Don't Care. Yeah. Come Through Queen favorite. Okay. So I think we should kick it off with the most important uh, moment of the night, which was the Taylor Swift music video, which wasn't even at the VMAs. They just stopped the show. Played the music video for us. It was so weird. Did they play it in the room? I would imagine, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, I care for the purposes of, like, the cultural lexicon. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, how this era is happening. And, like, how she's become a white nationalist symbol. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Um, but I, I don't care about this era. Like, personally, not yeah. loving the song. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't hooked on the song from the get-go. I mean, the video made it a little bit more interesting for me, but... And, but someone made I'm a not going to get good, tricked. Someone made a very good point, is that she basically touched on all of the grievances that people have with her, except for one, and guess what one that was? What? Which one is that? Not speaking out politically. Mm. She still is not oh, going true. near that when It's like the easiest thing... For her to address. Yes. True that. Um, okay, so we have... Do you recall Paris Jackson announcing something? Yes, because she said... Um, she gave a political speech. Yeah, she was one of the f- few people who seemed to do that. Yeah, she spoke out against Nazis. Mm-hmm. I just... I I care just because I think it's interesting how she just keeps, like, bopping up everywhere. Right. Like, I'm not sure exactly, like, what is she trying to do? She's like... I, she's also been linked to Macaulay Culkin a lot recently. Mm. Which I recently rediscovered that Mina, no, uh, Mila Kunis was with Macaulay Culkin for like a decade. Right. Before she got back with Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Which like really doesn't register with me. It doesn't fit. Yeah. The, na- the Mila Kunis narrative because she has become like more A-list in the past few mm-hmm. years and he's still like grunging around. No, but I think, like, wasn't there the recent story that he, like, cleaned up and now he's, like, a babe? There was, like, one picture of him yeah. and I think it was just a good The good light. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have a bunch of performances. We'll start with the pre-show performances. Cardi B. Bodak Yellow. Well, Apparently this is all the rage with the kids. Bodak Yellow. Yeah, which made it weird that it was in the pre-show. Yeah. So, like, sure. This was my first introduction to Cardi B, mm-hmm. which apparently she's in the VH1, like, modern-day celebrity, and then, like, has grown out of it, and now is a rapper in her own right. So you're saying that the Countess has potential to do the yeah, same? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> uh, okay. Bleachers, which is really Jack Antonoff and... 
he performed, but also, like, kept popping up throughout the show as if he's, like, the world's biggest star. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care for him. <laughs> he sort of is, like, considered a big deal because he writes all those songs for mm, all those yeah. women. But I don't care. Uh, Khaled. No. I actually, well, I, like, had heard that location song before, but I didn't really know who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Kendrick Lamar did two songs. He opened the show. I think Kendrick Lamar always gives a good performance, so I care. I couldn't get, like, the, the show up and going at this point, so I missed Oh, someone was on fire at some point. Mm-mm-mm. Um, yeah. Ed Sheeran and Lil Uzi Vert, who... Lil Uzi Vert apparently won the Song of the Summer competition. Oh, I heard about that. And I... I'm not familiar. Like, wait, I thought that... I thought I read somewhere that Fifth Harmony won Song of the Summer. No, they won Best Pop Song. Oh. But, like, outside of the VMAs. Like, in the actual yeah, yeah. Oh, Song yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Summer world. Oh, oh, you mean in the world. Yeah. Like, I think... Like, whoever officially does it, because someone does officially do it every year. No, I'm making no, this up. No, there's not, like, the president of Song of the Summer. <laughs> there's, like, an entity that does it. No, there's I not. read an article. It, like, sold the most of summer or something like that. No, many articles, like, do that. No, I mean, this one was different. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ed Sheeran, definitely care about. He's the king of pop. No. Lil Uzi Vert, not familiar, so I don't care. Okay, this next one. Julia Michaels, she sang out to commercial. Mm-hmm. She keeps singing this song. I'm not seeing it long term for her. It was sort of like when Jesse J sang during the commercials. <laughs> yes. was that, it wasn't as bad as that. Yeah, inspired Julia by Michael, Jesse J's performance. She didn't have a broken leg, though. <laughs> uh... Friend to the show, Sean Mendez. <laughs> I mean, I think I went to the bathroom during this. Yeah, I don't. Re- I don't even remember that. All the songs sound the same, so yeah, don't care. Lord, I you know, I love the first album, and I never really got into melodrama yet. I, maybe I'm just like waiting for fall because she seems like more of a fall artist. Mm-hmm. But this performance, it was on well. She, it was really a page out of Lena Dun- Dunham's book when she performed uh, with Sia on like one of the late night shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's as if she like watched that for inspiration. <laughs> uh, but so I like care in like a sick fa- fascination way, but like not in a liking it way. Okay, Fifth Harmony, featuring Gucci Mane. What, little Mix is better. Little Mix is better is really all we need to say about this. Yes. They try to trick us with, like, the little tomfoolery in the beginning with, like, a fifth shadow sh- member in the shadows getting knocked off the stage, but mm-hmm. I'm not falling for it. There's one quartet that we care about in this household. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Fifth Harmony, why didn't you change the Fourth Harmony? I've been waiting for the press release I know, to you don't, out. and it's not even, like, your initials change. You're still at, like, FM. I mean, FH. <laughs> Sorry, my brain. Don't worry, it's just LaCroix, folks. But I do <laughs> think that people say, like, 5H, and so, like, maybe they didn't want to be 4H because of the 4H oh, yeah. club. Mm-mm-mm. Both members of the 4H club, both active in the FFA. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. Goodbye, Earl, by I'm, the Dixie Chicks. I, they should have performed at this here. award show. I, uh, another young country star performed, however, Miley Cyrus. I cared. I cared. I, like, love this new era. Even though, like... Her Joanne era. Her, this is her, like... 
Gaga made country cool again, and Miley's just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. I care. Next, Demi Lovato giving another iconic poolside performance. So the thing about <laughs> this was, okay, where did where was this? Where did this take place? I think it took place in Las Vegas. The whole award show? No. Get because it. it was then it was a pre-recorded performance. That, that's possible. Because there were photos of her on the red carpet at the You're right. actual venue. You're correct. I forgot about that aspect of it. So it must have been pre-recorded. Yeah, well she had a big weekend. She was singing the national anthem at the fight that everyone was hooting and hollering about. Which actually, that performance of the National Anthem was was great. I mean, Demi can give us a vocal. Yeah, but I don't care about her poolside no. performance. get out of here. She is a star. Okay, Pink. I'm gonna say... <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. I don't care because she didn't perform the only song I care about. Glitter, Glitter in, in the, the Air. air. <laughs> With an acrobatic... <laughs> Uh, I didn't even need it. She could have stayed on the ground and sung it. Mm-mm. But what about her? I, you know, like, I totally zoned out during this medley, but then, like, I woke up during the acceptance speech. Yeah, it was fine. It was like... She was giving, like, a little story for like, the kids. bandages on that said, like, fuck Trump or whatever. With, like, wor- the wor- the letters m- mixed up or something. She was, like, dragging her daughter in, like, I, that weird speech. I know, I, like... People, like, like, loved it, but, like, that part about it made me, like, feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like, her daughter's dealing with this thing on, like, a, the small scale, and, like, she's, like, informing the world of it. I know. Okay. Oh, there's still so many. I, I don't even know. I think a lot of these maybe were, like, going to commercial. Who's Kyle? Kyle, Kyle Richards? Like, well, Kyle Richards was there. <laughs> yeah, she was. <laughs> Apparently, she left early, though. Which, can you blame her? Because um, they're, like, when they're, they're all seated up in, like... On the moon, even when you're like a celebrity like oh, Kyle really? Richards, yeah, because they only gave like the seating was so weird. I don't like I the thing about award shows is I like to see all the celebrities seated together, mm. but they were all set up in like their own little spaces with like yeah. little tables next to each other. Yeah, I couldn't really wrap my head around it. Yeah, bring it back to the Barclay Center. Uh, James Arthur, I actually like. I'm a little bit of a James Arthur fan because he did the, a cover of Impossible during the X Factor finale that I enjoyed. No. Uh, Alicia Cara, Scars Here Beautiful, and then she came back with Khaled and Logic for another song. This isn't the Logic from Tiffany Trump's Sprite and Logic. Are you sure of that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Did you do research? It could I've, be. I've done research about this in the past. Hmm, we might have to, like, circle back to this at some point. I mean, if it is, like, the world needs to be talking about <laughs> yes. this. Because Logic is becoming, like, a star. Yeah, he's like a, like, a woke star. He's like a white rapper, if that's what you mean. No, but no, but, like, <laughs> I think his shtick is he's, like, talking about, like, social injustice or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I really Watching don't... you do that was really funny, because you did a little dance. <laughs> okay, uh, the 30 Seconds to Mars Travis Scott performance frightened me. Like, I, like, I had to turn away. Oh, Cancel Jared Leto. Rod Stewart and DNC, like, it was too late in the night. Yeah, I'm like, I'm... Ugh. And then, don't care about any of that. <laughs> and then, finally, we ended the show with Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj, Swish Swish. Care. Why did you care about this? It's my favorite song. It was so embarrassing. 
Katie was so embarrassing all night. Every time Nikki performs with, like, whenever she comes out, when she's a feature for, like, Ari, like, any of these people, she could not look more bored. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's better than, like, two years ago when she had to perform with Taylor Swift. Who? Nikki. When did that happen? They had, like, that feud... 2015. Yeah. They had that feud, and then Nikki opened the VMAs, and then Please Welcome to the Stage, Taylor Swift, and they, like, performed. We were watching it together at Jamie's I really house. don't even remember that. They performed together? Like, what song did they perform together? I don't together? know, but they were both wearing red. Oh, weird. Hmm. I'm gonna have to, but, like, isn't the feud, like, reopened now? Because, like, Nikki's, like, on team Katie, like, performing on that Taylor Swift diss track, essentially? Yeah, mm. I think the feud was never really resolved. Resolved. It was just resolved for like attention. Yeah. Mm. Overall, whew. I'm like, like a VMA super fan, and like they haven't been good in like where's Little Mix? Several years. Where's Gaga? Where's Christina? Where's Dua Lipa? <laughs> Get- Dan kept on fucking. Yelling, please welcome to the stage Dua Lipa during the concert. I was like, you're like ruining the experience for people around you. No, the people around us, including me, the people people around us didn't even care. Like, we were the only ones like standing up and like dancing and having the time of our lives. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be like pumped for next year unless like we get some big names. I mean, there was no reason to be pumped for this year. Last year was a mess. Like, Key and Peel hosted it? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Because I, like, watched it in Maine. So, like, it didn't... It, like, slipped my memory. Yeah. Maine does that, too. Yeah. It's just, like, another <laughs> world. <laughs> okay. Uh, last week we talked... Or was it two weeks ago, maybe? About Carol Radzivill... Radzivill's Architectural Digest uh, spread. Right. And we're back with another one. But it's El Decor this week. Andy... Cohen opened up the doors to his duplex. Like apparently, three apartments like combined. Yeah, like he talked about it a lot in his book, The Andy Cohen Diaries, or whatever. Oh, really? But like seeing it was like, oh wow, this is actually like it's huge for New York. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like ginormous. Um, But like some of the decorating choices were like, I mean, some of it I liked. Uh, namely, I liked his bathroom. The bathroom was perfect. Don't well, touch it. Well, one of it. the bathrooms, his like master. Oh yeah, the bathroom. master bathroom, not the one that's like you're like on psychedelic drugs. And then the kitchen, I liked everything other than like the wallpaper in it, mm-hmm. like the blue cabinetry and like the stove and everything. But the bedrooms were like, like felt like it belonged in a different house altogether. Yeah, there were parts. I think I liked individual things but like all together it was like a mess like the plaid bed yeah with the head the headboard that was plaid like could have worked somewhere else i don't love a fabric padded bed frame Mm. but anyways um we'll link to it or something check it out there's not much to say except that like he's huge he's huge um (laughs) the apartment's huge and his neighbor is sally field oh he writes about that a lot in his book. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And now, possibly, the biggest news of the week, which is, like, not getting much attention at all. This is... You're hearing it 
here first, kids. Well, it's teased in the Jer- the Real Housewives of New Jersey trailer that Teresa is interested in some new man, but they don't really show him. I think you get a flash. You see, like someone taking off a shirt or something yeah. in the trailer, but you don't even see their face or anything. Mm-hmm. So like, that's been heavy on my mind recently. <laughs> like that, of everything going on in the world. <laughs> so. Luckily, one of these like one of these like Bravo specific blogs out there did like the dirty work for Which us. Which one is it called? All things, All things R-H. R-H. Dot com. Run don't walk. So they discover the man is likely to be Shane Michael Weirks. You better Weirks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Distant cousin of the Weirkest twins. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so, he appears to be a close friend of Joey Gorga, because mm-hmm. he pops up in, like, plenty of photos with him. Like, the two of them together, they're best buds, hitting the Jersey Shore, going out to Hemingway's, this and that. Uh, and then, like, photos that Teresa has posted, photos that... Shane has posted, other family members, like... They're all over the place. There's, there's a lot of group shots... And Shane and Teresa are usually together in the group shots. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a standing group shot, them leaning in close together. Like a dinner party. A dinner, seated next to each other. Uh-huh. Hello. He's not seated next to... Though a lot of people at dinners like see couples separately so that they can get to know other people. No, but that's, <laughs> that's more when they're like, when people are like giving thought. This is obviously a casual family get together. Right, right, right. Um, um, I did hear on, someone was talking about, like, Us Weekly has a cover story on Teresa right now, and apparently the rumor is that Joe has been corresponding to someone, mm. like, a, another woman from prison. Oh. And, like, there, people are saying it even goes back to, like, that person who was on the phone when he called Teresa a bitch back all those years ago in the mm-hmm. vineyard with Caroline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if he's moving on, maybe she's moving on. Miss moving on. Maybe it's like already decided and they're just not telling us about it. Well, I, it seems like it's going to be addressed in the, in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other facts I was able to pull out from this is he appears to be around 30 years old, mm-hmm. which is quite the... How old is Tree? I want to say, like, early to mid-40s. Really? Yeah. Her kids are... Oh, I guess uh, Gia's getting up there. Oh, 45. 45, see? Uh, And he has a son of his own. So it's not like he's coming into this... Like, as Four girls, like, with no parenting experience. Right. And, like, he's not just, like, some young... Yeah, Don who will like be a gold digger necessarily. Yeah, but the go- I mean, with all their financial issues, <laughs> that gold mine might be a little. <laughs> That's true. Dry right now. She's been working hard. Yeah, she's she's hitting the pavement again. We got a new book coming out soon. Oh yeah, what's it called? Like life in yoga. No, Namaste, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Here to say, I think actually it's called. Or maybe I'm dreaming that up. Um. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on this story yeah, as it develops. You heard it here first, possibly. 
Unless or, you unless you, you, know, <laughs> you went to allthingsrh.com. Uh, so yeah, so... Let's start... Why don't we start with OC? Let's just get that out of the way. Get it over with. And we have a voice memo that... We have a segment of Connor being real, which we haven't had in a while. Yeah, well, you know, like, the OC women mention Irishness and St. Patrick's Day again, and Connor just had the chime in. It's our inbox. <laughs> so let's take a listen. Hi guys, it's me, Connor, a uh, sometime cont- contributor to Come Through Queen and also a verified Irish person who's just watched this week's Real Housewives of Orange County and I'm still somewhat traumatised by Shannon's horrendous Irish accent. I can't believe at the end of the episode she said, top of the afternoon. Nobody says that. Nobody says top of the morning in Ireland. Nobody says hooli kicking or hooli gagging or whatever weird phrase she thinks we say also I couldn't at Megan being like yeah we drink whiskey from the bottle of Ireland like do you think that Irish people just sit around in Ireland like guzzling whiskey from the neck of a full bottle in pubs like that's not that's not something that we do it's outrageously stereotypical um this is actually almost a good episode I'm hesitant to say because this whole season has been such a washout bar the uh, quiet woman dinner conversation and Kelly Dodd giving the kiss of life to a window for no real reason in the same episode um, I do have to ask because I feel like it can't just be me but does Kelly low-key feel like one of the stupidest people you've ever seen on television like when she goes to say stuff and make commentary she just sounds so fucking stupid like don't get me wrong she has the odd telly moment that's very entertaining but I do worry that she's a uh, like low key a bit off or something. Anyway, I'm kind of hoping the show doesn't delve into Irish content like this again because it just feels a bit problematic. But uh, signing off and not saying top of the afternoon, that is all from me, the one, the only, the verifiably Irish Connor. All right, Brendan, do you agree with Connor that this was? the first good episode in a while. No. No. <laughs> Although I do want to say the the scene that he's uh referencing the most, which is at the end of the episode, was the best part of the episode. The Irish stuff. Yeah. Kelly, Megan, and Shannon getting together. Yeah, and Connor, leave Shannon alone. Let her live her life. Yeah, she uh, is just trying to have a good time. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Um <laughs> what he said about Kelly Dodd. Oh my goodness. I was like, we're going to have to put a disclaimer on this. He's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll close it out with that scene, but let's just get through the beginning part. Uh, we, we open with all the women working out in different locations, and I can't understand why aren't they working out at Cut Fitness? Because nobody goes there. It's a failing <laughs> business. But we're getting ready for a Spartan race or something, which is like, come on. This is so boring. Yeah. The only interesting part of it is Shannon's involvement of, like, she hates that David does it. And mm-hmm. apparently it's, like, David's favorite thing in the world to do now. Like, he works out ten times a day to prepare for it. <laughs> well, because he likes being away from his Aww. wife. Sad. Um, we get a scene of Peggy and Shen getting lunch, and that was so weird. It's like two strangers sitting and talking about things. And it's trying to, like, set up this, like, what's gonna be another fucking dumb storyline of, like, Tamara being upset with Peggy. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, this is also dumb. Peggy's the worst of the worst. 
Her lunch with her husband. I was actually laughing at how stupid it was. They, like, that poor waitress. I know. I didn't feel bad for her. She was like, what is going on? Uh, uh. Even though I'm not liking Vicky, when she asked Siri how many times you have to forgive in the Bible, I like enjoyed that split second of a moment. Yeah. Um, the, they went to that dinner with the seafood tower, which is like, okay. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I feel that. like that's a very, like, Orange County thing. Mm-hmm. Like, do people, I guess people order seafood towers here. We did see that one scene in New York last year. I mean, I've seen it in real life, too. Yeah. But I just, it just feels, like, very cheesy to me, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> Megan's modeling again. I almost forgot about this altogether until I took a look at my notes. The fact that... Her dog is named Girly Girl. I know we've known this for a very long time, but it's jarring to me every single time she says it. Yeah, and it's no surprise her brother has a dog named Baby. Baby. (laughs) Also, like, the world doesn't discuss how close Megan King Edmonds' brother is with Carol Radzowell. Enough. The world doesn't discuss it enough. They're all over each other's Instagrams constantly. Like, where is that crossover? Do we want that crossover? It would be actually be interesting to see Carol pop up in OC, like, with all of the other women. Yeah, for sure. Um, but during the modeling scene, I got to thinking about other things, because I couldn't care less about that. Like, this OC season really feels like it could have benefited from being a quick Potomac-Dallas 10-episode season. Yeah, just jam it all in in that tiny little bit. Yeah, because, like, we have so many filler scenes. Leave us wanting more instead of, like, us scrounging for... Like, it felt like a chore to watch this episode. Yeah, we had, like, a good five minutes at the end, and that was pretty much it. Like, if it was only ten, ten episodes, we'd, like, already be on the trip by now. Yeah, and, like, Lydia... Calling her son a prophet? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> when he was crying. Actually, I was laughing when he was crying about her dying in the fire during the Spartan race. And then when you see that the actual fire, it's like... As if someone just, like, has left a match on the floor and she has to jump over it. It's so dumb. <laughs> that whole race, it's like, I don't care. But at least, like... At least Lydia's husband is hot. And, like, that was the only entertaining part of that race. Mm. Okay. And one more thing. Sure. Everyone kept on saying to Shannon, like, you should try to get more involved in, like, the Spartan race and marathons. Like, it's not her job to make her husband hang out with her. (laughs) It shouldn't be on her. It should be on him. She she could have gone to watch this event. But but she hates it so much. You want to go stand in the heat and watch people run through mud? I'm sure there's, like... A shady tree she could stand under? No, no. <laughs> Bring a book? No. <laughs> Shannon's the only watchable part of the show right now, yeah. so no one should be disrespecting her. True. Okay. So, they decide to to bring back the magic of the Ireland trip last year. The same clothes in some instances as well. Uh, and get together and celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Megan comes with... This Looney Tooney eye makeup, which, like, was subtle LGBT promo. Yeah, at first, like, when I first saw it from afar, I thought it was, like, the Irish flag. But when you... 
<laughs> but then it was a rainbow. And I mean, like, she is a supporter of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. It's her brother. Exactly. Um, but this scene, like, made my head spin because I was like, wait, like, when did Kelly and Shannon decide to like each other? And the way they cut it, like, before you went to commercial, it seemed as though, like, Shannon was going to, like, react poorly to something Kelly said, but she ended up apologizing and, like, seeing her side of the story. I want to see at least, like, a few more episodes of them getting along because that was interesting to me. Yeah. And I I feel like we've heard that them getting along has actually kept up. But I feel like on Watch What Happens Live, both of them have been on this season, and, like, Kelly wasn't very nice to Shannon. Really? Or about Shannon. Yeah, she was on with, like, Isaac Mizrahi. Mm, I forgot about that episode. I don't really remember it too clearly. Uh, like, I think, it, like, if if Kelly wants to stay on the show and and not get chopped during what's probably going to be a big OC massacre after the season, like, this is a good move for her. And it sounds like everyone, as far as, like, online... <laughs> the World Wide Web is yes. calling for Vicky to get the chop. I, Vicky just can't be on the show anymore. It's getting to Jill Zarin levels of, like, buffoonery. I, I think it's, like, Vicky has no one to film with. I know. She's, like, filming She's like, filming a lot of scenes with her daughter. Mm-hmm. And, like, Peggy should have never been hired. What were you thinking? I would love to see Peggy's audition tape. Like, I want to see what got her here. I feel like they probably brought her in because they wanted to, like, show another side of Orange County. I know, but there's probably so many people in Orange County that, like, would love to be on this show. There's not a lot going on down there. Mm. No offense to anyone living in Orange (laughs) County. Yeah. So, I think that's that for OC, right? Yeah. Let's transition to a beautiful amazing franchise that follows OC. So, I heard ratings are going up a little bit. Nothing, like, huge, but, like, a little bit. Well, there was... The premiere was, like, pretty good. The second episode had a big, like, dip, like, 50%. And -hmm. then, like, this one jumped up a good amount. Um, Stephanie's planning a bad romance party, which fits perfectly with this week's episode of Come Through Queen. Yes. Gaga's everlasting impact. Um, she's meeting with this, like, uh, party planner who mm-hmm. it's like, a bullshit. Gonna charge her thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Put some broken chandeliers in the driveway. Yeah. Um, I will say, I'm a Carrie non-super fan, but I enjoyed her watching her with her daughter. I think it was her daughter, like, her daughter was, like, funny or Oh, when something. they were, like, cook, making the cookies mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fine. A, a bigger star of a do- daughter was Cameron's daughter, Hilton, at the Spanish restaurant. Oh, my God. I was, like, finger-waving to the high heavens when but she like, was, like, or, like, speaking to the waitress and, like, ordering for, for her, her parents. Mom. And her mom was, like, playing dumb on purpose. I know that's her thing. Yeah. But, like... Because she's legally blonde. But, like, <laughs> taquitos and tacos are different things. Yeah. Everyone knows that. And Wake up. Taco is a Spanish word. Yeah. But I was still appreciating it. Especially because, like, I don't know how many children you've seen in 
like restaurant settings. But for some reason, like, they usually are petrified of the waiter or waitress mm-hmm. and, like, cannot order for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was very impressive for this child not only to be ordering, but in... Spanish. Spanish as well. Well, that's Ramona's impact. Ramona's? That's Wasn't that the Spanish teacher from last year? Oh, I... Ro- Romina. Oh. <laughs> You're thinking of <laughs> Ramona Singer. <laughs> um... Cameron's husband, though, did roll his eyes aggressively at one point at Cameron during that scene. Because, like, then she wanted to talk about business. Oh, yeah. he, like, does not well, want her doing this. So, uh, isn't it that she wants to do this because he owns, like, a dog food line or something? Maybe. I think, like, she's not just pulling this out of thin air. I think she's just trying to, like, interfere with his... His doings? Well, it exists now because she posted a photo. (laughs) She posted a photo and apparently she sent some to Vanderpump Dogs and they were like testing it out. So this isn't like a Caroline Manzo situation where she says she's going to make candles and then you can't get a candle. Or like the sauce. Or the sauce. No, like I think it exists. Good Vanderpump Dogs posted about it. Well, you know what? She does have the benefit of the fact that this was filmed so long ago. Mm-hmm. Like, New York was filmed way after when this was getting filmed, and we're wrapping New York right now. Right, right, right. So. That's true. Um, I think Deandra is the most interesting to me. They're I, all interesting. I know, but, like, Deandra, the storyline she's presenting, like, with her... Sort of hot photographer husband mm-hmm. who, like, is sort of different than, like, what her family's used to. Mm-hmm. The stepson from that husband mm-hmm. who, if he was, like, styled differently, could also be sort of hot. Yeah. Like, that storyline of, like, he's sort of a deadbeat kid who, like, now she's making, like, do all this stuff for her. Even though she said, like, they see me as the other woman and she's, like, having him, like, sell her insane <laughs> wardrobe of like all Oscar de la Renta dresses on eBay on eBay I love everything about it um his name is Keaton spelled with an I I N yeah I wonder if the mom's like a Diane Keaton super fan <laughs> what if oh the God. other kid is named Han or something <laughs> you should you should name your child Keaton okay um yeah I just like everything about it was amazing I like when she was quizzing him on, like, how much he thought every dress was. Yeah. And she's a newbie. Like, she just came in ready to film these scenes. They're all bringing it. And, like, we get the big sit-down between Brandy and uh, uh, Stephanie. Yeah. And that is something we've never seen on a Housewife show. A sit-down like that. Yeah. Because it's... You can tell the relationship's so important to them. But also, like... Stephanie, like, this was a very easy thing for you not to do. Like, why would... It's one thing if you're, like, on Watch What Happens Live and you, like, miss... Miss say something. Misspeak. misspeak. But, like, you wrote this dumb blog for BravoTV.com. Like, you didn't have to do this if she was so important to you. And, like, the fact that she didn't really wrap her head around it and to, like... Well, one thing about Brandy and Stephanie is their friendship is beautiful, but they're, <laughs> there's not a lot. <laughs> the, up in, it's not a beautiful mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, 
Brandy was also so hurt over like Stephanie calling or no Carrie calling Steph her ride or die and like oh, posing yeah. the photos together. It's like, oh my god. Um <laughs> get over it. <laughs> earlier in the episode that we sort of skipped over, but I wanna to just touch on one point of it. Brandy mm. and Leanne had like a lunch or whatever. Mm. Prepping Leanne, her for it. Leanne like has gotten that makeup figured out and like looks so beautiful this season oh yeah well you know it was funny i think we watched this one like the next day or something and it after this episode ended like the first episode of season one came on and it was like jarring seeing leanne (laughs) season one versus season two yeah um she she's also a hoot on twitter.com yes she run don't walk (laughs) but the one thing I, about the Stephanie and, and Brandy scene that I didn't love is, like, it was really hard to understand what they were saying at some points without whimpering speech that they Well, yeah, because they're have. so affected by it because they're, like, actually in love with each other. But, like, if we could get subtitles for Dorinda, like, give us some whimpering <laughs> subtitles here. for Dallas. <laughs> uh, and then, like, at the very end... We learned that Brandy had a miscarriage. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, totally out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like they're on the, on the mend, although Queen Leanne... Won't go down <laughs> without a fight. No. <laughs> like, you could tell when she learned that, like, she and Brandy were making up, like... She's like, what do I do? <laughs> like, the color left her, her skin. Like, she... I don't know... The color left her face? Is that She went white? Yeah, she just, like, got really, like, anxious about it. Yeah. Um, so let's get to the Halloween party, and let's talk a little bit about the costumes first. Well, Leanne ran by her costume thought process with, with her, her therapist. therapist, which was amazing. <laughs> suggested no. So Leanne went as Stephanie, but... A.K.A. Two-Face. Two-Face Stephanie. And on one side, she had, like, a blonde wig and, like, a gown. And on the other side, she was a devil. And this is the scene... This is the party that we were given as the sneak preview before... Like, three months ago. Three months ago, before they had released anything. And out of context, it was like, this is sort of dumb, and is this season gonna suck? Yeah. But, like, in context, it's like... Well, we also had, like, some... We didn't even know who Deandra or Cameron were at that point. Mm-hmm. And then... So, Cameron came as a princess. Pink princess, but, you know, I want to say... It kind of seemed like Princess Peach cosplay. And maybe they just didn't want to, like, say it. But how does that fit into bad romance? Well, she didn't come there with anyone. So, I think she just wanted, like, her legally blonde yeah. shtick. Um... Deandra dressed in this theme, was but it was like shocking, especially when you're thinking of the context of this is Halloween, a mere week before the election. Yeah, she dressed as Monica Lewinsky, and she like put on a fat suit, sort of. She she was giving me Marie Osmond. Her face looked like Marie Osmond. Yeah, with that wig, her and husband was Bill Clinton, and he was like loving it. He kept on saying that line, but he was uh, not saying it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, just really weird, and, like, I think we know where they voted. For sure. Yeah. I mean, this was, like, on the heels also of... The like, grab you by the... Well, well not, like, the, the debate where, like, 
Trump brought bills like, like sexual accusers and yeah. like all those people. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and then Carrie. Carrie was like a painted animal. And like with her nips visible unless like the scarf was covering. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, she was a tiger and Mark was the like the circus ringleader. So that's in theme. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, I got the, the circus ringleader is in love with the tiger. I mean, yeah, and then Tiffany was there. As a... Cop. Po- cop. And... I think... Oh, and then... Brandy um, and Brian were skeletons? Yeah. And then what was even Stephanie? I don't even remember what she was. She was... What was... Travis... I don't know. He looked like a ghoul or something. He always... That's his face. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I don't know what she... You would think, like, as the hostess, like, she would have the best costume. Yeah. Leanne won the costume contest, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. It um, was, like, a well... It was, like, a well-executed uh, costume. Right. So, I mean, like... I mean, the party happened, and Travis was going to kick Leanne out, but it didn't end up happening... Yeah, um, and then Brandy pulled Leanne aside, and like the backyard, and like deep in the backyard, oh, yeah, like, like, it like, past, like the pool, past the pool, like on the golf course, because they're right on on the golf course, like their backyard, like leads into the golf course. Yeah, so I don't know. This season's like given me so much, everything we need. Yeah, because it's all like tight. Mm-hmm. Like even the scenes where they're not together. Don't feel like filler scenes. Sometimes, like, I prefer those scenes. Like, especially with Deandra and Cameron, I'm like, I enjoy watching your lives. Well, because there's, like, so much there. Yes. Yeah. And it's uh, new territory for us. Right. And, yeah, and it's like, they're very different than other housewives. It's not like them going to get a vaginal rejuvenation. Yeah. Or trying to escape the room. Or escaping a vaginal rejuvenation. <laughs> that would be a new one. Um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful episode. Okay, before we get to New York, we should mention the fact that neither one of us watched Jackson Brady take Kentucky this week. And I'm not planning on watching the rest of the season. Oh, I, I, I feel like I could see myself watching like. I bet you it's only like six episodes total, like all one day on a Sunday. Yeah, I'm just not into people who probably sympathize with the Nazis who are walking in the streets. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow, well, let's move on to (laughs) the final part of the New York reunion. So, we start with a big montage about like... All the dirty talk that happened this season. Let's talk about sex, That's how we're... There were some points, though. Oh, you have some points. Yeah. Tinsley publicly apologizing to Topper... (laughs) Oh, yeah. ...for bringing up their (laughs) anal sex escapades was so weird to me because, like, the fact that he had heard about it brought it up to her, and then she had to apologize. It just, like, so crazy... So insane. Well, as and it's Sonia cool. said, we don't talk about the families. Well, yeah, and I was thinking, <laughs> like, now that we've met Dale and we've met Dee, Topper probably has a mother that's very similar who probably 
heard about it from a friend mm. and like made this whole thing go down. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we it's unclear whether Sonia did it in the butt with the pirate from years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that Carol sent her a three-page note apologizing for bringing that up. Oh yeah, yeah that was very interesting, actually. Um, we get a little sorry. I, there's I wrote down a lot about this. Oh, segment. okay. We get a little bit of Ramona talking about her fo- first boyfriend and how her oh, dad yeah. told her she couldn't have intercourse. Yeah, and she yeah, and then she brought up she used that as an opportunity to bring up Bill Clinton. Did you notice that? Oh yeah, like because she was talking about oral sex. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So and this transitions. I th- I think this transitions into like. Ramona bringing up, oh, well, yeah, that too. We got a flashback of season one reunion, which was really jarring to see. Mm-hmm. It's like diff- like a whole different world. Yeah, we're living in. Um, but we also we brought up the whole like Bethany like sex video thing yeah, all over yeah, yeah. again, and we're reliving Diane Sawyer interviewing Brynn, which is just like one of my favorite fan fictions in my mind. Did you notice when Ramona had her phone out showing the receipts of like what her friend had sent to her? Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. It matched the couch. Oh no, the I case did. Because it was like the black and white and it looked just like the couch. I wonder mm. if she coordinated. Um, and then Ramona, every time that she talks about that, she's just like, I had a bad year. <laughs> <laughs> we could have called this week's episode, I had a bad year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this whole episode was not the highlight of the reunion, but, like, I still was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Oh, once we get to Mexico, like, it's hilarious. But yeah. we stop on Tinsley and Sonia for a little bit, and someone... This, this part is the part I didn't really like. I don't like... Well, the first part that I liked is, I think Andy referred to Tinsley as the wayward it girl, mm-hmm. which was a good um, superhero name. But what I don't like is... Wait, there's certain people in this world that Sonia gets this way with. It's like a very mean girls. Cindy Barshop. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, like, I'm going to tell you what's what, how we do it here. Yeah. Like, that sort of thing. And it's not a good look. Well, I, you know what? Maybe she, like, tried to do that a little bit with Dorinda. And that's why she and Dorinda have such a contentious relationship. Yeah, I think I'm even... You're right. I'm thinking back to even... When her and Dorinda maybe not first met, but first had their on camera first on camera introduction, mm-hmm. it's at Ramona's Hamptons house, and Ramona had given Dorinda like what is Sonia's room? Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, okay, okay. And that sort of like knocks Ooh, Sonia see, down a few pegs there. Yeah. Before we get to the Mexico thing, a lot of my favorite parts of this were the quips between. Ramona and Bethany, mm-hmm. when Bethany, like, when Ramona brings up how she was there for her, like, when she was sick and everything, <laughs> Bethany says, you brought me on this when I was bleeding out, like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and then Ramona's, when she was saying, like, I was self-made by the time I'm 30, she was self-made by the time she was 37, <laughs> and I just and then Bethany said something, like, you... Sold a few hand, a, oh, a couple a handfuls, handfuls of, of bottles of wine <laughs> over the past couple of years, which like I've had it. I have too, but it so does seem like does seem like it's not really around as much. I know. Well, 
Because it wasn't successful, I guess. I guess, but it was like... It was hard to find from the get-go. Yeah, I had like a go-to place where I could find it. Yeah. Not that I was like going to drink it regularly. I like, enjoyed it, actually, I think. I preferred um, like a Cavett Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Um, so the package for the Mexico trip was probably the highlight of this week's episode to me because it was six, like six minutes long and they were all cracking up the entire time Yeah, while watching it. It was like getting to relive it all over again with a new spin on it. It's like when you watch like the director's commentary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like an actor's commentary. I feel like that's really gone to the wayside. Do you remember when like DVDs first came out and like part of the fun was listening to the director's commentary for like a movie or TV show you liked? Yeah. For Drag Race, for like a couple years, they had been having... I think they're still doing that. Oh, where queens like do the commentary over the finale or whatever? Oh no, I th- I think they're they're having like, they, they've been having like Michelle and even like Rue. Oh, like the now? pop-up video yeah. thing? Yeah, I'm talking like... For online only, they did, like, oh. what it was actually, like, director's commentary. Like, it talked over, yeah, like, yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Um, we should watch the director's commentary for Family Stone this year. Does it have one? Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. The A-team of Housewives is what Andy <laughs> called them. As far as drinking goes. Yeah. But, like, we relived, we relived everything. We, we got some new parts. How, like... When Dorinda was blackout drunk, she was saying she wanted to be taken home yeah. while she's at the villa. <laughs> and she tried to, like, walk that back, being like, well, it's not New York, but it's like, you're drunk, honey. Yeah. Um, I've been there. Sonia talking about ma- trying to make out with Bethany was funny. She said, that's like putting your head in a lion's mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, unless you have anything else to say, I have a final comment on this reunion. Mm-hmm. I got the impression, like, as they were wrapping this up, that they went back to, like, going out to dinner after. They definitely did. I heard someone or multiple of them talking about it. Because remember last year how they didn't? Right. And that, like, broke my heart. In the year before, they did. Because that was another Banner great season where they all felt good afterwards. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. And we're not done. We got Lou next week. Oh, yeah. The sit-down. Which was, like, your... Dream scenario, sit down. I know. I said, <laughs> and he, he didn't follow it directly, but that's fine because he I won, think even better one up us, um, and we got Lou out of the clubhouse and in her Hampton's backyard. Hampton's backyard with like rose. Yeah, you need it. Yeah, for talking about such a heavy subject. It's not even that heavy. <laughs> um, but I think it was interesting because like clearly Andy was out there on vacation. Lou's hanging out there all summer. He just had to pop over from Fire Island Pines. Just, like, round up some of those Bravo gays and set up a camera. I wonder, like, I know he used to have a house in some part of the Hamptons that wasn't Fire Island, but I think he has since moved to Fire Island Pines. Oh, yeah, because he's been doing a lot of reporting live. Yeah, he'll be, like, pointing his camera out at the beach and be like, look at the gays walking or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be more curious to see... Those properties in the New York City apartment. Yeah. Especially because, like, SJP came and stayed. Yeah. Recently. I think I feel like they were, like, bopping around in a hot tub or something. Or a pool. I think so, too. Yeah. <sighs> Great season. Even though there wasn't, like, 
a plot point that stayed with us throughout the whole season. I'm, like, fine with that. New York doesn't need that because they, like, give us gold with or without it. Like, in Mexico, think of how many different conflicts we had with yeah. different people. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Dorinda can fight with Bethany. They can make up the next morning in a genuine way and be fine. And it's entertaining. Yeah. I mean, like, season-long plot points can be very hit or miss. Like, the Candy versus Phaedra thing was interesting and riveting. Like, whatever the hell is going on in Beverly Hills has not been for years. Yeah. Because Beverly Hills, like, they talk about it. You can tell that they try to plan something out. Yeah. So, that's it for New York. Um, speaking of Beverly Hills, though. Mm. So, I had this idea. So, back... We did a Gaga deep dive tied to something. I, I think it was the release of Joanne, maybe. Yeah, and we just, like, sort of talked about her career and her history and that sort of thing, and... I thought it'd be interesting to take a hard look at <laughs> Bravo through the eyes of Gaga. Okay. So, I went and did some research just to see, like, what does she watch, what's happening, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Let's start where it's obvious. So, GUI, the video for GUI, yes. we got cameos from not only... The Real Houses of Beverly Hills, but also Andy Cohen as himself. Zeus. Yeah. And it, it should be noted that this was the season forecast of Beverly Hills minus Brandy and minus Joyce. But including Carlton, Carlton. Which is like so bizarre now, thinking about like where that cast has gone. And like, GUI doesn't feel that long ago, but like a world where Eileen and Rena were not in the cast feels like. A lifetime ago. Right. And also, Kyle and Lisa were picked for, like, the special mm. segment where they, like, played assassins with Gaga. Well, the Lisa part is no surprise. Well, yeah. Lisa is close personal friends with Lady Gaga. You can do, like, a tiny bit of research. Like, you can see Gaga walking out of a pump, like, four or five t- different paparazzi shoots. Yeah, for wearing sure. Wearing different outfits. One time Cynthia Germanata is there holding Lisa's hand. <laughs> like, I asked Lisa, when Joanne was released, I asked Lisa... <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a big... <laughs> um, in my Vanity Fair interview with her, if she had listened to Joanne yet, and she said... Yeah, what did she say? I don't know, you're the one who talked to her. I don't know, but I was the only one out there asking Lisa the important questions. Yes, and And receiving the important answers, apparently. She still (laughs) quotes my article to this day, Mm -hmm. and Molly Shannon recently quoted it as well. Oh my god, wow. Um, Give him the Pulitzer, people. But (laughs) we... (laughs) And then um, Kyle Richards has also run into Gaga a couple times... She posted a photo from the art rave mm. years ago Mm-mm-mm. with her and um, Mauricio backstage with Gaga. None of the kids? Nope. Where was Farah? Where just was the three of them? The mopey one. <laughs> Which one's the mopey one? Like the tall one that she brought to New York. She last goes to season. Emerson now. Oh, interesting. My alma mater. Yeah. Yeah. Go purple freaks. What, what's the mascot? Lions? Oh, okay. But isn't your school color purple? Purple and gold. Mm-hmm. So, I st- when I went to Twitter is where, like, things started getting interesting. Mm. So, 
I found out I found evidence that she watches Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, obviously. Real Housewives of Miami. Obviously. Noted fav- favorite housewife of all time, Karen Sierra. Yes. Well that was <laughs> Gaga has made an appearance only one appearance on Watch What Happens Live. Really? I felt like there was two. It was just that one Natasha Leone wig appearance. And then there was one where she called in, but she didn't oh, actually appear on okay, it. Okay, I think. And, but that was a, a very special point in our lives when Real Houses of Miami was still airing. And for some reason, Gaga <laughs> said her favorite housewife of all time was Karen. Who is like, maybe if that show was still on and relevant, like, and if she was still on, people would probably put her very close to the bottom of like all time housewives lists. Yeah. But there's no way she would even still be on at this point. She had no friends right. on the show. Like, she wouldn't have lasted. Right, yeah. Nobody liked her. Everybody hated her. Yeah. Let's all go eat worms or whatever. Um, Real House of Atlanta, Gaga Watches, and then Vanderpump How- Rules. All run down. So, yeah, okay, sure, 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 So. And New York. Yeah, New York. Um, October 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Gaga responded to a fan asking, who was asking her about, like, watching the Chicago Bears, because it was when she was still with Taylor Kinney, mm-hmm. and she was living in Chicago, because yeah, he was Chicago filming Fire. Chicago Fire, and she responded to the fan, funny, <laughs> I keep trying to wrestle the remote for Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh. So, what season was airing in 2012, do you think? Late 2012. Was that Claudia Jordan, or was no, that, I feel like, like a year after? No, I feel like Claudia Jordan was later than 2012. Mm, so maybe it was, like, early Kenya? It was probably, like, the, like Kenya and Portia's first season. I think it was because <laughs> Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl in 2013. And Gone and with the Wind Fabulous. <laughs> We're sick. Tying in all the pop stars. <laughs> um, and then 2013 in November... I think she has, like, breaks in the fall, so she watches more TV. Okay. So, she did, like, a Twitter thread at Andy. Okay. And he was already... I actually recall this. Yeah. And and she said... She had four points or four questions. I'm catching up on Bravo. One, the back talking to Miss Vanderpump is shocking. (laughs) The back talking? (laughs) By the Vanderpump Rules kids? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Two, Real Houses Miami reunion should have been called... The Unreunion. Oh. I think that was season two when it was just, like, so insane. Interesting, Gaga. <laughs> Three. On what planet does one work at a restaurant, sass their boss, and not get fired? Uh, that was really prescient to what eventually happened to duty. And then four. Lisa throwing up on the side of the road. Hashtag real bitch. And you think she's talking about Lisa Vanderpump. But the Hodge scene. I then right? saw responses to these tweets. <laughs> the thirsty Bravo celebrities started jumping oh. in. <laughs> Leah Black responded in Miami. At Lady Gaga, thanks for watching hashtag RHOM <laughs> Unreunion. That's what I said it in my blog, LOL, and she linked to her blog from that episode. <laughs> like as if she's getting like Ad, Google AdSense from like, <laughs> but that's like that. that has Leah Black written all over it. Mm-mm. And then Lisa Lisa Hotstein at Lady Gaga at Andy, not my best moment, but thank you. Hashtag real bitch with a kissy emoji. 
I mean, Gaga was carrying the flag for Miami, but even that wasn't enough. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, it was during her pop era. I bet if she did it now, yeah. it would have more resonance because everyone in America likes her. Through Leah Black and, like, the Cure video? Yeah. Okay, so Vanderpump Rules, some of the stars from that responded. Mm. Sheena Shea. Oh, I guess not Sheena Shea anymore. Sheena, whatever her name was. Sheena Marie. Holy crap, Lady Gaga watches Pump Rules. Hashtag amazeballs, hashtag life made. And then like the emoji with the one eye closed and the tongue out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very Sheena. But my favorite response is Jax Taylor. Mm. You know, you remember the quote retweet? Like, that would like, people would always use it. It always looks so messy. Like RT? No, like with the quotes. Oh, okay, okay. He quote retweeted not even the full tweet because you couldn't yeah. get the character count in there and just wrote our planet because the tweet what Lady Gaga's tweet was on what planet oh, does okay. one more yeah, cut yeah, a yeah, restaurant yeah. sass their boss and not Interesting. get fired very uh, serious response there Jax I think he was go- going through something mm. um, and then we have probably the most famous Gaga superfan moment of Bravo where she tweeted at Andy in July of 2015 and wrote Dorinda is life, and then hashtag yes, hashtag queen, and then later that summer, she invited Dorinda to Atlantic City. During the Cheek to Cheek tour. During the Cheek to Cheek tour to hang out with her and Cynthia Germanata. Oh my god. I went all the way back in my, in Dorinda's Instagram today, which like took a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And... Dorinda posted three times. One was just a photo of her and Gaga, which I think is the most famous. Oh, yeah, for sure. And one was her, Cynthia, and Gaga. And the last one was, like, her with what was, like, a bunch of gay guys Mm -hmm. in the casino. And they're yelling, what are you doing here without Dorinda? (laughs) But, like, Gaga's not even in the video. (laughs) (laughs) And back then it was when Dorinda was doing a lot of, like fan submitted like lip dubs oh, yes, of people yes, doing yes. what are you doing here without Dorinda she loves a catchphrase for sure but and like but I feel like back then she she's found like a better level of it now right like back then it was re- like she was really hitting us over the head with what are you doing here without Dorinda her Durinda. first little nip of fame yeah and then um the last thing that I found or thought of in like this Gaga deep dive was the iconic Ladies of London promo that used Hey Girl from the Joanne album. Yes, which is very hard to find online now. I've found it. I can find a link and send it around. Yeah. But like, I don't we, know. We should like to figure out to like how to rip it or something for the archives before it's lost forever. <laughs> yeah, because Bravo took it off of its site. Yeah. Which is so rude. Because so, so nasty and so rude. Such an iconic moment in TV history. But you are forgetting one thing. What was I forgetting? The iconic Joanne dinner on Real Houses of, Real Houses of New York. True. That is a very good point. Was Dorinda the one who set that up? I think so. She definitely was. Like, as a close friend of Lady Gaga. I like wonder if Gaga ever has reached out to her, tweeted at her anything since uh, 2015. I bet you You she gave Dorinda tickets to the Joanne Ball. I wonder. She was on the floor. Yeah. 
but she didn't go. My close personal friend, Dorinda. <laughs> well, I would have jumped down from Section 526, like the Super Bowl performance, and lost my mind if she actually did that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I thought that was an interesting look. And actually, like, it might be cool for us to do other celebrities, mm. like, when they're in the news or who something. Who they love, who they like. Not someone is like, in, not someone is like, in it as Chrissy Teigen, yeah. but like, let's take a look at a, like a casual fan. Mm-hmm. Like a Jennifer Lawrence is an interesting one. Oh she's... yeah, she is also a friend of Lisa Vanderpump. Yes. If you, if Gaga had to answer the question again, who her favorite housewife of all time is, who do you think she would say at this point? Dorinda. You don't think she'd say Vanderpump? Vanderpump was an option for her back then to say. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know if they had the relationship that they have now. But, like, it was the R-Pop era where she put all of the Beverly Hills Housewives in yeah. the video. But I do feel like... But that, I think that even... That predated Dorinda. It did. Yeah. So I feel like now that she's met Dorinda, I feel like they ha- they share that, like, New York sensibility bond. And they look alike. Yeah. And Dorinda also looks like Princess Diana, who died 20 years ago today. Yeah. The People's Princess. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that, you did a very good job, Brendan. You're very, you're great at that Twitter advanced search, let me tell you. I would, lo- I would love some <laughs> more challenges. Like, who else do you want to see us do, if you even liked yeah. this segment? Yeah. Beyonce would be a fun one, because, like, Solange tweets about, like, Real Housewives a lot, but, like... Oh, yeah. Beyonce obviously doesn't have that expansive of a social media presence. Deletes tweets, I feel like. Yeah. Dua Lipa. <laughs> All right, let's move on before you lose your mind to the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. So the Freak of the Week, she's been popping up because she finally scored her little dream of now being an official Fox News contributor, Tommy mm-hmm. Lauren. But the reason that we are deeming her the Freak of the Week is she is really m- making us firm in our stance of not jumping on the Taylor train. She like, tweeted out uh, a link to the the new song and saying, like, this savage, or this is savage, or something. And isn't she like, this song is pissing off liberals. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not pissing me off, because I identify as, <laughs> however politically, it's, I don't like the song. <laughs> yeah. And I know a lot of, like, dumb liberals who like the song. Yeah. So, so, so just kidding. <laughs> I don't know why I hate the song so much. Uh, so yeah, so Tommy Lauren, Freak of the Week. Yes. Now our queen, which this feels like a, a lifetime ago. Was it Friday last week that we learned of this? Yeah, it was. Kim Kardashian on the cover of Interview Magazine. Nothing but respect for my first lady. My president. She is Kim. dressed... <laughs> She's styled as Jackie O. With, and like with North. With North on the cover. Is this North's first cover? Is this North's first interview? Was she? Oh yeah, she was interviewed. I didn't actually re- read the the article yet. Yeah. Um, and not only that, the interview was conducted by Janet Mock. Yes. So that's exciting. Who last time I saw her IRL, she goes. You're still here in reference to my job, and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> "Tell her to hire you." <laughs> I'm sure, like, there's like Janet Mock's got a whole little 
uh, thing going on. Oh, I did. Um, Join Teen Mock. And then also... So, Kathy Griffin was recently interviewed... I want to say it was like Vulture or something. It was The Cut. The Cut. Is that not Vulture? Isn't that like I a I think they're both under the New York magazine, magazine. Yeah, thing. yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, she was talking about how she uh, paid $10.5 million last year for a 13,000 square foot mansion with all the trappings. Her next door neighbors are Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. She says, I moved in next door to my act. And then the reporter said, she says they're excellent neighbors and don't make any noise. When I was with Griffin, Kardashian sent her a text message to see how she was feeling. Queen. Like, what are the, what are the odds? Like, did, like, Kim see, like, the reporter going to the home? Like, reporters look like human beings. They're not, like, carrying, like... No, they, <laughs> they're dressed as, like, a 1920s, like, newspaper reporter. Um, so yeah, uh, that was just a lovely surprise when I was reading that article. See that pop up. Yeah. So. That's all we've got this week. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, you can find Dan at IDKIDK. You can find me at Not Brendan. Yeah, you could find this podcast on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, all those podcast apps. Um, and if you have a short, uh... Maybe it's a story, opinion, or thoughts, and you want to call us, um, and maybe we'll play it on this here podcast. You can call us at 717-47-FREAK. Yeah, use Connor's length of his message as a template. Under two minutes is Chef Kiss Beautiful. 717-47-FREAK. And like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 